0: All right. Today is a beautiful day of hope. It is a beautiful day of healing. It is a beautiful day, um, and it's not just because it's clear and hot. Uh, it would be a beautiful day if it was if it was raining, sleeting, wind and hail, because today is the day that we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus from the dead again. If I say he is risen, you say, he is risen indeed. indeed. Jesus was crucified. He was buried. He died. He descended to the dead. And on the third day, he rose from the dead. That is what we confess as followers of Jesus. That is what we believe and hold to. Another author in, in the Bible, uh, an apostle, Paul, said the wages of sin is death. But, can everyone say but? <laughs> but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ Our Lord, I want to tell you some really good news today based on the fact that Jesus has risen from the dead and he is here with us even now. Are you ready for it? All right. The risen Jesus is inviting you. The risen Jesus is inviting you out of the pain and regrets of yesterday into a new and transformed tomorrow. All right, he's inviting you out of the pain and regrets and trauma of yesterday. And he's inviting you into a new and transformed tomorrow. Matthew 28, what Charlie read before we started singing, uh, describes that beautiful morning when Jesus was found not in the grave. Where he wasn't found, he was found alive and not dead. And I love the first verse of this description of the greatest story ever told of the greatest day ever told ever ever experienced early on sunday morning as the new day was dawning can you say a new day is dawning early yeah early on sunday morning a new day was dawning mary magdalene and the other mary went out to visit the tomb what are mary and the other mary doing they're going to look for and visit and remember the body of Jesus, the body who yesterday, the day before, two days before, had been beaten, tortured, crucified, nailed to a cross. They went to visit his bloody, swollen, bruised body to wash it and prepare it for burial so that his body could decompose and all of their hopes and all of their dreams of what he had taught them would die and decompose with him. He went they went to visit his dead body, but what did they find? They found not his body, but an empty tomb. And they found an angel sitting on the stone from which which was sealing the tomb, but which had been rolled away, and the angel said, "He is not here. He is risen." Just as he said I want you to notice one thing from this passage one thing what time of day is it It's in the morning it's in the dawn the dawn of a new day it's as if it's as just as the sun the day is breaking The sun even hasn't risen yet. It's when it's that it's that moment of time when the birds are chirping and the light is just dawning just before the sun starts to rise. It is the dawn of a new day. It is the beginning of a brand new day on Sunday, the beginning of a brand new week. And so how many of you know that the resurrection of Jesus from the dead is the dawn of. Of a new day in your life. That's good. Perfect. That was good. How many of you know that the resurrection of Jesus means the dawn of a new day in your life and in the world? All creation, all cosmos experiences a new day with the resurrection. So the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life to Uh, In Christ Jesus. So no matter what happened yesterday. No matter what you have done yesterday. No matter what has been done to you yesterday. No matter the trauma and the pain of your yesterday. Today is a new day. The resurrection of Jesus means a new day. The, The living Jesus gives a fresh start. He gives a restored life. He gives a new future. He gives us a healed tomorrow. So the risen Jesus is inviting us out of the pain and regrets of yesterday into a new restored tomorrow. I was talking to a woman a couple years ago on these very streets. And she was living on the streets. She was getting beat up a lot. She was using a lot of drugs to numb that pain. And she told me, I was sitting with her and and she told me, Jesse, yesterday I was sober. And at first I was like, awesome, that's good. She's like, no, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I hated it. And I said, well, why? She says it hurts. It hurts too much. It hurts too much. I feel everything. My body hurts from getting jumped and hit. My heart hurts too much from being betrayed and left alone and beaten down. My mind hurts as thoughts of worthlessness run through it constantly. And I think about all the things that have happened to me, all the things that I've done. I hated being sober. I can't be sober. Can you relate to this at all? Yeah. Can you relate to it? I can. it? Yeah. You can relate. We can relate to the pain and the hurt of yesterday. She's describing the pain and hurt of a lifetime of yesterdays. And it's impacting her today, right? It's impacting her today. It's impacting her ability to live. It's impacting her ability to thrive, to be happy. She's, she's numbing. I want to talk a little bit about yesterday because what I mean by yesterday. What do I mean by yesterday? That Jesus invites us out of the pain and regret of Yesterday. I mean two things that in, are included in our yesterday. The first is the, the, the sin and evil that has been done to you. And the second is the sin and evil that you have done to others. And both of these things are the wages that lead to death. These lead to death. Sin and, first of all, it can change, yes. We're, we're, get, we're getting to tomorrow. We're getting to today. We are. We're going we're gonna to paint that picture. Because yesterday, but first, I want to talk about yesterday, because sometimes we have to come into, we got to face our yesterday before we accept the invitation into a new day and into a new tomorrow. The sin and evil done to you. A lot of us are impacted today and are crushed today and are in bondage today by what has been done to us the way that people have sinned against us, the way that people have abused us. Those who were supposed to protect us with their strength hurt us with their strength. Those who were supposed to be with us and protect us and be near to us left us and neglected us. Those who were supposed to speak words of encouragement and love and building us up instead tore us down and spoke hurtful and sometimes yelled hurtful, painful, demoralizing words into our life. Systems and governments have let us down and have impacted us and are part of the pain of yesterday. The wages of others' sins is killing us. The wages of others' sins impacts our life today. And Jesus again wants to. Invite us out of that and heal us of that trauma and heal us of the sins and the wrongs done to us and heal us of the wounds inflicted upon us so that we can live in freedom. The second part of our the wages of sin that lead to death that are that is killing us is, is that we're not all victims, right? We are all victims. I will say this. We are all victims, but we are also part of the problem. We participate. In the systems of death and injustice. We participate. We've not only been stolen from, we have stolen from. We've not only been hurt, but we have hurt. We've not only lied, but we we've not only been lied to, but we've lied. Hurt people, right? Hurt hurt people, hurt people, right? And hurt compounds and compounds. And we try what we try to do is as we feel trapped in the pain of yesterday, as we feel trapped in the pain of what has been done to us and in the regret of what we've done to others, we end up wanting to numb that pain, forget that pain, we're paralyzed by that pain, and we use drugs, we use food, we use sex, we use entertainment, we we use money, to numb the pain and the regret of yesterday. We are trapped in a cycle of, of self-coping me- mechanisms, harmful coping mechanisms that deepen our pain and project our pain onto others. I'm getting to the good news, but let me, I was, on, I was listening to the radio the other day and a song originally sung by Nine Inch Nails, that's right, Nine Inch Nails in church, are you ready? Also sang by Johnny Cash, it's a song that describes what many of us feel we are trapped in. It's the pain of yesterday and how it impacts and imprisons our today. Listen to the words of the song. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. I focus on the pain, the only thing that's real. The needle tears a hole, the old familiar sting. Tried to kill it all away, but I remember I remember everything what have I become my sweetest friend everyone I know goes away in the end and you could have it all my empire of dirt I will let you down I will make you hurt this is a painful description of the the way the pain of yesterday the hurt of yesterday leads us to hurt now and to hurt Others, I know many of us can relate to this, but you don't have to. Now we're getting to the good news. All right, you ready? This is the good news. Jesus is inviting you out of the pain of yesterday into a new and transformed and healed and flourishing today and tomorrow, right? He is inviting you out of the pain of yesterday into a new day a transformed tomorrow we can allow jesus to meet us in our pain and to heal us of our pain the pain we've experienced and the pain we have caused one more story a friend of mine who also this was many years ago i know i knew him after he was running the streets in albuquerque his name is marvin he said I could share his name and his story. He was uh, on and off these streets as a young kid, and he was hurting and feeling alone and and, and really traumatized. He, he, he never knew his biological parents. Uh, he was adopted by parents that did not care for him, that were not able to connect to him, that did not show him love. And he felt the pain of rejection. He felt the pain of loneliness and and isolation. And he just started running away from home more and more. And he would be gone on the streets for days and weeks at a time. And he was living in his car. And he was couch surfing. And he was doing a lot of drugs to, again, numb the pain to help him forget how lonely he was and how worthless he felt. And he knew. He grew up in church. And he knew that Jesus loved him unconditionally. He knew it in his head. He knew that Jesus had died for him and invited him into new life, but he felt like, I don't, I don't deserve it. I know I don't deserve it. Jesus did not die for me. And he was going deeper and deeper into this addiction. Uh, he was in a kind of a six-month time where he overdosed twice, literally, at the, at the threshold of death. And he had a day job and he was painting high up on a ladder on the side of a house. He was painting a house, a job he had picked up. And he, he said he felt that God spoke to his spirit. It wasn't audible. It wasn't an audible voice, but it spoke without a doubt into his heart and into his soul deeply. And what the voice said, what God spoke to him is, if you come as you are, I will heal all of this. If you come as you are, I will heal all of this. And that voice just kept on saying the same thing over and over. If you come as you are, you don't have to change. You don't have to be better. Just come as you are, and I will heal all of this. All right, I'm almost done. And then we'll... And so he relented. This is the last part. You ready? Hold on, John. You got it? Hold down the fort. The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life to those who are in Christ Jesus. Why can Jesus heal us of our pain of yesterday? Because he has experienced the pain of yesterday. He was despised, rejected by mankind. He was hurt and crucified. He experienced our pain. I just want you to hear this hear nothing else? Can you hear me? All right. In his suffering, in Jesus' suffering on the cross, he suffered all of our suffering. In his suffering, he suffered all of our suffering. He suffered all that we have suffered. He suffered all that those we have hurt have suffered. And he took it on himself. He took it into himself. He took it to the cross. He took it into the grave. And when he rose from the dead, he left it there. And he rises with a new life, a healed humanity, a life that is for you and for all of creation. He left yesterday in the grave, and he comes rising again, offering you a new today and a transformed tomorrow. He has experienced it all. So, the risen Jesus is inviting you out of the pain and regret of yesterday into a new day a transformed tomorrow the question is will you say yes will you say yes to this invitation yes it's a daily choice it's a choice we make once and twice and a third time and we give our lives to jesus john would you come over here i was gonna john's gonna share for a couple minutes just two minutes i told him two minutes Especially since it's blown away. But I just want you to share just one way how Jesus has brought you out of yesterday and into a new day.
1: All right. For you, most of you guys know, my name is John. I'm going to try to keep this brief. So when I first got saved in 2005, God saved me from Satanism, from bisexuality, from drugs, from all kinds of stuff. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. You know, he saved me from that in 2005 now. I've heard testimonies of people say, well, you know... God just instantly snapped his fingers and everything went away and everything came fine. That's the minority of of of, uh, of testimonies that I hear. Most people that I've walked this Christian walk with for 17 years, it's a process. It takes time to get the garbage out of your life, right? So recently, I went through the most hellish year of my life, which was last year, and it all started with my brother Dave dying from an overdose at 31. Uh, he was the, he was my it was probably the worst uh, death I've ever experienced. And uh, from that moment on, it just snowballed, and I I went into trial after trial after trial after trial after trial. I would get through one trial, then I would go through another one, then I would get through that one, then I would go through another. It's been nonstop since then, even up to this minute probably that I'm speaking right here. But the thing that I was going through was kind of like a midnight crisis. You know, I was always talented. I did hip-hop ministry for like seven years. I've always been a good artist. I've always had like, you know, talents and art, artistry. I said, why is my life not going anywhere? Why, Lord, do I have to fight 10 times harder than anybody else? Why am I not well-connected? Why why this life that, I, that I've made for myself and I had plans, why isn't that going the way I wanted it, wanted it to go? And I was kind of mad at God for a while. And then God uh, showed me in Jeremiah where... Um, I'm going to, I'm going to quote a famous verse and I want you guys to echo it back to me. For I know the plans you have made, I have made for you. Right? Everyone knows that verse. But do you know that Jeremiah, do you know that Jeremiah had been persecuted, laughed at, spit at, made fun of, and nobody repented during his ministry? And also, God told him to be single. He told Jeremiah he was not allowed to marry. Now, Jeremiah had plans for his life as a Jewish man. He probably wanted to get married, have kids, just like a regular Jewish guy. But did God not promise him that he had plans for him, right? To prosper him, not to hurt him, to give him a future and a hope? But it was a hard life. So, Jeremiah had his plans, but God had his plans. But God did fulfill that promise because after the exile came in Babylon... He was the only one that was able to flee to Egypt and get away from the, from, from, from the consequences of what was going on, right? So that was similar to my story. I had a, God healed me this year, this last year, which was the most hellish year of my life, okay? And I've been through a lot, all right? He healed me of letting go of the wheel and letting him take control. Trying to make my own life and trying to plan my own life and letting him plan the life he had before the universe was even around for me. That was hard because I had plans. I had dreams. And he said, you know what, Lord? He, and, and God told me through the story of Jeremiah. Look at just like Jeremiah. I promise you that I'll get to the end. And you know what? The number one takeaway was when he healed me of that, that anger inside that I had about my life being unfair. He didn't promise it was going to be easy, but he promised it'd be worth it, right? So that's what I'm here to say, is God healed me of my own misconceptions of who I thought God should be in my life, and what I thought he should have did for me, but instead, he restored me, and now you know what? This is the beginning of the year, and I'm almost done, Jess. At At the beginning of the year... One of the reasons I started the, the, the game night over here is because God specifically told me, I want you to go to the gaming community, and I want you to minister to them, and I want you to reach out to the gaming community. Because you know what? Every time I would go to the gaming cafe, I hear them use the Lord's name in vain. I hear them I hear them say saying, uh, you know, using Jesus' name as a cuss word. And just, you know, seeing, and I know because I've been there. I used to be a video game addict. I, I know how empty that is. I know how unfulfilling that is. But he also allowed me to use that as a way, as a bridge to get to them. So he restored me a new ministry, you know. So I just wanted to say that, you know, if your life isn't going the way that you want it, let God plan your life and it'll go okay. You know what I'm saying? It might not be the what you want, but it'll be worth it. It won't be easy, but it'll be worth it. That's all I got to say. Pray for us Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you that you died on the cross for our sins, that you resurrected on the third day. And Lord, our faith hinges on the resurrection being true. Paul the Apostle said that if the resurrection did not take place, we were to be pitied amongst all men. But we know it's real, we know it's true, because every life that has put their faith in you here has been transformed, has been sanctified, and continues in the process of sanctification. I pray for the grace and mercy of of your beautiful kindness to be over us today. I pray, Heavenly Father, for those that don't know you, Lord God, that they would submit their lives to you and find transformative restoration power in their lives, Lord God, that can deliver them from any addiction, that can deliver them from any stronghold that can deliver them from any doubts lord god and i pray lord god and i thank you for this day i pray lord that you would be with us as we go and enjoy each other lord god and enjoy each other's company because as humans we're made for community i pray that all our neighbors that are here from the surrounding community would enjoy themselves and feel your love within this church community and feel loved and accepted lord god and we pray all these things in the name of jesus